Hello and welcome to the BS Podcast, where we talk the absurd, the ridiculous, and yes, the BS. Hi, I'm Dave, and joining me is my fellow connoisseur in BS, Mr. Zach. Zach, how you doing today, buddy? Good, man. You know, over the uh, weekend, I got my mystery seeds in the mail from China, and I planted <laughs> them. I planted them and saw what happened, and it ended up being fucking uh, Audrey, too, ended up popping out of the ground from a little shop of horrors, so I got this giant, like, man-eating Venus flytrap in my backyard that's, you know, going to start taking over the world soon. But I warned you, buddy, and you just had to plant the seeds, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I got By excited. The- I thought they were like marijuana plants or something, the seeds. So I was like, all right, let's play them and see what happens. And then well, I got it, this, you, yeah. Give it a shot, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah. you never know it. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, Zach, the, uh, the hurricane, uh, it, it dodged me here on the west coast of Florida, and it made its way up uh, and by your area, huh? How you doing over there? Doing fine. They made a big stink about it as usual. As usual, it's it's pretty much all the way already like on its way out. The storm is like it feels like it's very fast moving. Because originally, like a couple of days ago, they said it would be up here by like Tuesday night, and then they changed it to like Tuesday afternoon, and now they said it should be out of here by like noon. So like so that's like a half hour from now. So so it's just been a lot of rain, but it's like every day. It's like every every five seconds, it's like oh, my phone's going off, like tornado warning, this and that, and it's like you know. I'm not well, right on the water, are- but I'm pretty close to the water, and it's like it, it has not been that bad. Okay, now we. What do you? What are your thoughts on? I mean, this is the the tornado. I mean, this is something maybe. There's nothing you can do, right? If a tornado is coming through and going over your house, I mean, you just got to pray that. Yeah. <laughs> what? Well, yeah. They say what? I, I can remember like being little and like there's being tornado warnings and like we had to go like hide under the bar in my dad's basement. But like, what? What? What's going to happen at that point? You know, the tornado runs over your house. You know, you're, you're covered in rubble, you know, so. <laughs> you're screwed. Uh, and I call it the reverse lottery in, in that one. You just yeah. got to hope that it doesn't, your number doesn't get called in that case. Yeah, you, you go outside and get impaled by like some flying debris where you go stay inside and get like crushed to death by rubble. So, <laughs> uh, You had some concern. You told me about uh, some possible flooding in your at your house. You, are you doing okay with that? So far, I, I think I'm only going to be worried about it, really, if we lose power, but I don't think yeah. that's going to happen at this point. When, it's not that windy out. You know, I, I live in a neighborhood where all our power lines are buried underground. So, I saw a funny uh, meme uh, on the internet yesterday. It was, for, uh, it was like, Florida people uh, don't fear hurricanes. What we fear is losing power and having no AC for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> that literally is the fear. I don't care what... Yeah. What death and destruction? I just don't want to lose my air conditioning. Yeah, right. I feel like it, I don't know about you guys, but in this area, every time a hurricane like comes through this area or passes by, it always like cools things down here by like twenty degrees. Yeah, like it's been in the high nineties. Like this past July was the hottest month on record for um, this area, mm-hmm. um, and right now it's like in the seventies. So it's it's like beautiful outside. I mean, besides the rain and wind, but I mean, yeah, when uh, temperature wise, it's great. So it, it seems like every time there's a hurricane, it's like it cools <laughs> things down significantly. And uh, sucks you know, all that moisture and stuff I don't know, with it but as it passes over. I don't know, but it's great. So that's why if we lost power, I'd be like, I'm not worried about the AC. I would just pop up the windows and get some of the cold air coming in. But it's like it's like during the summertime in Maryland when it's like you have those random, really heavy thunderstorms in the middle of the night and it's just brutal and humid and that knocks out your power. That sucks. Yeah, that's so. certainly no fun. Uh, well, thankfully, uh, the thing's moving past you and uh, not going to do any damage so far, it seems like. So good luck on that. And hopefully, uh, hopefully a tornado doesn't, doesn't take you out. Yeah. Uh, for me, I'm doing well. I don't have a whole, whole lot of hyper-local BS. Although, when I put this shirt on to record, it feels like it's shrunk. So I'm, I'm dealing with some immediate well, mm. <laughs> immediate BS here. Yeah. I think my shirt shrunk a I, on, a, on Friday, I went to the doctor. I've had this like pain in my foot for like six months now. And I never got looked at because like I was going to and then COVID happens. So I was like, oh, I'm not going to go yeah, over yeah. flood the doctors, you know, for just some little pain in my foot. But it just hasn't gotten better. So I'm like, all right, I should go get an x-ray just to see if there's, uh, you know, some kind of fracture. And so they told me, they were like, all right, you, there is a fracture there. You need to go see a, a, a specialist or something. They're like, we're going to send the x-rays to them. We're going to give you x-rays for your records so you can look at them yourself or whatever. I'm like, okay, great. So like, I went home and they gave me a CD and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go look at my x-rays. Just, you know, why not? And I yeah. plugged them into my computer and like, you need a special program to look at them. It's not just like JPEGs or something. It's like, That's you need stupid. like this x-ray like program that only like the, the, the doctors have so it's like well, what the hell is the point of you giving them to me then like on a on a digitally right i can't even look at them well that sucks so. otherwise say throw them up here on the screen so we could we could analyze your foot yeah i know <laughs> 
That's yeah, that's that's ridiculous. You know, you know, everything is just gatekeeping. That's why you know they they have to protect because if you had access to that program, you might actually learn how to uh, figure out your own X-ray, and then you wouldn't have to pay a doctor or something. Oh yeah. Uh, so this is make sure that they can keep their their salaries really high. For but them. I remember like back in the day, they would actually give you like printed out X-rays. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now yeah. I still now, got mine. Now, my, now they're my, like, my here's here's a CD, but I'm like, well, I can't fucking view them. So you know, what, what, what's the point of this? Now you're just wasting blank discs and you know paper because it came with a little paper sleeve. So but what happened to your foot? I don't know. I don't know. It just started hurting. Like it, it was one of those things where it just gradually started hurting like over the winter time and it never got better. And it's just been getting worse. I was worried I had gout, but what's gout? What's gout? I don't know what it is. You don't know what gout is? I mean, well, I'm not like, a, I've heard of it, but I don't know. what. I'm not problem. a doctor, but it has something to do with some kind of like acid, like some acid or something that like builds up and you get these like crystals that like build up in your joints and your oh, feet. And it's like really painful. Apparently. That doesn't sound fun. But like, I, it's like all the symptoms of it. Like it doesn't hurt really when I walk. It hurts sometimes when I walk, but it mostly, it's just like I wake up in the middle of the night with it. It like, it burns so bad that it like wakes me up in the middle of the night Ooh. without even like moving so I'm, I'm sleeping which is apparently like a telltale sign of like gout but i don't think i have that so i i'm trying to make an appointment with my primary care so they can like i don't know figure out if that's what it is Yeesh. i got a little fracture the only thing i know maybe gout, it's a fracture and i have gout so could be both well i hope yeah. not i think uh my knowledge of gout is i think that there's a, there's a line in an adam sandler song where he sings about gout that's about it yeah so. I'm, I'm, I'm not an informed American when it comes to gout. Yeah. All I know is it's like you got to drink a lot of cherry juice and stay away from beer and like shellfish, I think. And you're like, I love beer and uh, I live in Maryland and I eat a lot yeah. of crab. So I guess I'm screwed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Zach, what are we doing today? We're going to, we're, we're counting down the uh, top five most BS stories of the last week, aren't we? Yes, we are. We got a lot this week, too. We do, uh, you know. Every week we uh, we've got there's there's so much bullcrap going on out there and tons of crazy stories, people doing ridiculous things. And uh, but we narrow them down to five, and then we count them down. Uh, do you want me to uh, do you want me to run through the five stories, or do we want to keep it a little bit of a mystery for everybody as they're watching? Let's run through them. All right, <laughs> we've got our story number one is two teens arrested for chalking pre-born lives matter on a sidewalk in D.C. Um, and we got a story here, Minneapolis police to citizens, give up your goods to thieves. Uh, story number three, Florida man fraudulently obtained millions in PPP loans. Uh, this, this, that's, this guy's a real piece of work here. <laughs> story number four, no silver bullet. Uh, the, the World Health Organization's Tedros warns that COVID-19 vaccine may never be found. And finally, to wrap things up, KFC secret recipe Crocs are a hot ticket. Finger licking gone, Zach. It's <laughs> <laughs> just, just absurd what they did here. Uh, so, all right. So let's get into story number one. As we talked about, uh, uh, two teenagers arrested uh, for writing with chalk on a sidewalk. This is not a joke. So let's go to the video here. This is our constitutional right. We do this every Saturday. Hey folks, I need to tell you now that if you continue talking, you're going to be placed under arrest for the basic property. Okay, I've given you the warning. You understand that, right? If you continue talking, you're going to be placed under arrest. Okay. You know they do this every Saturday, right? Every Saturday. I majored in political science. Well, I just want to jump in here. Being, majoring in political science doesn't give you doesn't mean you know everything about the law. I just want to jump in there real quick. <laughs> Public property. Every Saturday, people are here okay. talking this and you're taking somebody, young people, and arresting them because they are simply putting free black people lives matter. The you got to be joking. Day. You gotta be absolutely joking that you would take young people that are simply putting on a sidewalk chalk that they are standing on black lives. Who's on his shirt? I can't see. Uh, on his shirt, I think it's Frederick Douglass. Where they kill children. Of course, the kids have on uh, white T-shirts that say "Preborn Black Lives Matter." All right, I think we okay. So they're so they're arrested. So 
So what the hell's going on here? Uh, particularly, all right, so first of all, I mean, clearly the cop says if you do it, you're going to get arrested. They did it. They got arrested, right? So fine. Yeah. Um, but that's not really the story here, is it? I mean, the idea, uh, particularly uh, given what we've seen in this country since, say, late May, uh, of what's been going on all around uh, with, you know, something as innocuous as chalk on a sidewalk, Zach, this seems a, a tad bit absurd and uh certainly bullshitty don't you think oh yeah 100 percent. i mean what's the argument that they're defacing public property that is because the, the sidewalk is public property they're allowed to be there right? right so the next time you see a little kid drawing uh chalk <laughs> on the sidewalk are they defacing public property too he needs to be arrested you know? that's right i i think it's only that he you know cops see an easy target and they know like i can easily put handcuffs on this guy and not not cause this gigantic stink right you you nailed this thing. You hit the nail right on the head. These yeah. are the these are the easiest, softest targets for cops. You are absolutely right. These this kind of a, these kind of people are that I mean they didn't they didn't resist. They yelled and complained. Uh, they knew. I mean they were basically doing a civil disobedience. I guess I, is what I would call it. They're not going to go destroy anything. They're not throwing bricks at cars. They're not going to go try to ruin the lives of the cops or do whatever the, you know, some of the, some of the bad actors do. These are, these are, I mean, look at this kid. This kid's a total nerd. I mean, <laughs> he's not going to do anything. I mean, God bless him for, for standing up for what he wanted to do. But this guy's, this kid's not going to hurt anybody if he tried. So yeah. I, I think you're exactly right. They, the cops found an easy target here. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm, I'm, pro-life or pro-life or you know uh, pro-choice i'm not going to go there with yeah. my beliefs but right. regardless everyone does have a belief you know everyone and everyone has the right to protest everyone has their right to free speech and they were not doing it in a violent way they were just using their rights as americans and so what they wrote chalk on on a, on a sidewalk right guess what guess what there is a storm coming up the east coast right now that shit would have been erased by now <laughs> it would have been gone by now right and you get take a bucket of water and it's gone. Yeah, right? exactly. And you know, in particularly Zach, within the context of uh, other things that have been going on, here's a story here from the Daily Caller. Now, not an unbiased news source, I understand, uh, but it, it does help provide that context, which is says, which is that uh, okay, we got two arrests here for defacing property. It says headline: Police made four arrests for de for defacing property as DC faced occasional destructive riots. Then they arrested two, these two. So during, during all the protests from since late May to now, they've only, the DC police only arrested four people. Uh, do you find, I find that not unbelievable, but then the fact that they just find these two guys, let's, let's look at some examples of, here, I'll show, I'm going to share, share the screen here, Zach, of this story. They've got some pictures here that are useful. Here's one. Um, yeah, I don't, these people didn't get arrested. Trump. Oh, I shouldn't say that. Uh, F Trump. Let's, let's edit that back. <laughs> Here's another one. Now, I, I would say, I mean, what would you say is more defacement? Uh, this, Zach, or... <laughs> well, well, one is a little more permanent, and I think the one we're looking at right now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Here's another one. I don't know who Albert Pike is. Now this here, we got more here. Now they only could find... So it's back. So there's just three pictures here in the story. I think, I think tell completely illustrate the point and and something that we've been hitting on um for weeks now which is this uh two there's two rules two separate rules there, there, there's one set of rules for 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 the for the blm protesters and there's another set of rules for basically anybody else and while these while these kids did have the phrase black lives matter on their shirts uh it was a different form of the argument so they were still disqualified and we're, we're going to be subject uh to arrest that's how i see the world what do you think yeah, I mean, maybe the rule of thumb now means just to be as violent as possible and you won't get arrested. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, because yeah, Because yeah. I think what you were hitting on maybe earlier, maybe left unsaid, was that cops are afraid of the, of the BLM people, aren't they? Yeah. They have genuine fear. They don't want to be, they don't want to be subject to the mob and what the mob might do to them. They've got no fear of, this, of this, these group of people. Um, and it is interesting to think of it that way, particularly. So in a sense, you know, the BLM people, they have legitimate power in our society because they can actually keep the cops from, <laughs> from doing anything because the cops are scared. Whereas these people, these uh, pro-life people have basically no power in the system and, uh, and, and the cops are all too willing to, to arrest them. I mean, I, this, is, this is absolute BS uh, from top to bottom. 100%.
no. there's nothing else you can really say about it. I mean, it, it, there's a double standard uh, out there, and that's just how it is. And that's, that's life, kid. Deal with it. Yeah. But I don't have to like it. Uh, so, yeah, that's all I got on that. Um, I, I mean, I think this is really – we're kicking this thing off with a strong one, I think. I've got a nine for this. What do you got? A seven. Seven. Okay, so on the BSometer, uh, you get a nine. I get a seven. We're give us a total of sixteen. Uh, hoping that math is right. And then uh, let's move on. I wanted to give it an eight, but I was like, "You're going to give me shit if I give it one one below you." So you know, <laughs> you can give whatever one you want. Uh, it's okay. Don't don't listen to what I say because I, I I'm uh, my only point here is to just is just to harass you for no reason. So did you did you did you write yours down? So you didn't write yours down. I didn't write them down today. No. Okay. Don't listen to me. Don't, don't let my, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just here to, to mess with you. All right. So let's move on to story number two. Uh, this one comes up. This one comes from uh, uh, informedamerican.com. Uh, headline here, Minneapolis police to your citizens, give up your goods to thieves. Um, now, basically what's been going on here is that um, since the protests have been going on, the cops have been have having a hard time of having a hard time keeping public order. So they sent a note to everyone in the third precinct uh, that robberies and carjackings are up with 100 robberies and 20 carjackings reported in July alone. Uh, as we're trying to figure out what to do with the police department, the cops, and something you said too, is that cops are, I'm sorry, that criminals are basically filling the void, right? Um, yeah. While this whole thing is getting sorted, we're seeing like crime rise. There's no, no one will, will hit the pause button. I think as you tried to, as you pleaded, I think with some of the violent people, maybe don't <laughs> maybe calm down for a little bit while they figure this out. Right. But they're not listening. So now, so Zach, so with, with the, with the rise in violence, uh, the cops, I guess, are apparently not going to do anything. Basically saying you're on your own citizens. They, they, they gave them a series of instructions for dealing with robberies that included don't walk alone. Uh, be hyper aware of your surroundings at all times. Pay attention. Uh, carry only the items you need and carry less cash. So don't so don't take anything with you when you leave your home. Uh, another one here. Be prepared to give up your cell phone and purse or, or your wallet. So just surrender everything. Uh, have your keys ready and on hand as you approach your car. Uh, and then despite all your efforts, robberies may still occur. Don't argue or fight with the criminal. Do as they say. Your safety is most important. So this is the message from the third precinct of Minneapolis police department to citizens, basically, you know, we give up, uh, and then just, you know, allow your, yourself to get robbed, uh, because I guess your life is more yeah. important. I mean, it, you're on your own people. Yeah. This. They're saying it's okay to be a victim basically. And that's, you know, yeah. it, it, our country is built around life, liberty, and property. Like clearly they don't give a shit about property anymore. It's coming to a point where it's like, you know, your shit doesn't matter. Just dude, let them do whatever they want. Let them have it. Yeah. And I'm kind of like, there needs to be some kind of common sense here. If someone's robbing me at gunpoint and I don't have a, I have no way to defend myself. Of course, I'm going to give them my fucking cell phone or whatever they ask for. Right. I'm not going right. to let them shoot me. But as far as them just from point blank saying like, don't resist, don't do anything. That's taking it a little too you. far. Yeah, exactly. And you know, I don't want to make this connection because I, it's really strong, but I think it's the way to good way to think about it. Like, would you tell a woman or a man or whoever that's being, you know, physically like sexually assaulted or raped, would you tell them to not resist to yeah, just, just give in to yeah. just give in? No, you would not say that at all. I mean, you might make, you might say that if they got you a gunpoint or something, but still, no, you would not, you would not say that. Um, I mean, yeah. Cause it's things like, yeah, don't wear revealing clothing. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, this thing here, don't walk alone. So everybody needs a buddy now. This is, it's that bad that I, I can't walk on the streets without a buddy. That's crazy. Um, you know what? So if you're, if you're married or if you've got kids or, you know, your wife, your wife goes out to the car, you got to walk your wife to the car to make sure she gets in safely. I mean, is it really that bad? Um, I mean, this is like, what, what country do we live in again? Like <laughs> who knows anymore? And why can't, I mean, cops just have no, they're either unwilling or, uh, or unable. I don't know which or both. Uh, to help out citizens. And like you said, this idea that property is just meaningless because uh, I guess someone wants it more, you have to give it to them. And you know, it reminds me of, uh, in, the beginning of in the beginning of the, of the protest, which then turned into riots. Um, and I think the most famous one was that Target store. And that might've been in Minneapolis. Uh, do you remember seeing this where there was a Target that basically got completely cleaned out by residents? Uh, and, and the refrain that I saw on Twitter was, well, you know, Target has insurance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay, if something is insured, you can just go 
take it? I don't, like, what is that? There, there won't be insurance anymore if, if, if these stores keep getting robbed. Yeah, be, we're going to have insurance for insurance at that point. Yeah. And yeah, what happens to, and, and actually, and, and then as things came out, particularly now for Target, Target's probably going to be okay, but mom and pops, uh, from what I understand, even if you have an insurance, it doesn't cover things like uh, like civil riots and stuff like that. So they may not be good. Those, pe- those stores could be basically gone. Um, because uh, there's a clause in their policy, or they'll never be able to get insurance ever again if they if they had it uh, currently. So that is a terrible, terrible argument. And this idea, Zach, I agree. Your own property. Look, I mean, we're not we're not talking like, you know, uh, you know, if you step on my lawn, I'm going to shoot you type of property thing. But just my goodness, my own personal belongings now aren't safe. And uh, in the, who we, the police who we pay to serve and protect us are, are, I guess, I guess, yeah, just maybe the police are already abolished. I guess this is the world now where they're, here's a taste of a world without cops. Yeah. Do you really think with everything going on, if, if you get robbed or something like that and they said, wait to call the police, you know, you, you really think that's going to turn into a, an investigation that's going to go anywhere? No, 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 no. There's so much shit dealing in the world. If someone breaks into my house, steals all my shit, you know, um, assaults me, assaults whoever else is in my house, and I just let it all happen and call the police. Do you think they're going to get there and really have the resources or the the manpower and time to to solve this case? No, no. And then the one thing they maybe should have tacked on here was don't call us uh, because <laughs> we're not going to do anything. Now it is interesting. I mean, so yeah, how does so how does well now we're getting into like a society problem. How, how do you? how do you stop people from doing these things? I, I don't know the answer, but um, yeah. Cause if you get, if you get, yeah, well, the cop isn't going to go track down if someone breaks into your house. Yeah. So that, that, that is a good point, but at this, but that, but if that, I assume that was always the case. So this, this extra further guidance says, well, now we, we weren't really going to do anything before. Now we're really not going to do anything now. So what do you do? Does it mean everybody has to get a gun now? Because I've seen gun sales soaring. Yeah. Um, if the cops won't, will never do anything. And basically violence is allowed to, to, to just, well, don't, yeah, don't, if you get a gun, don't stand in your front yard with it because, uh, we already saw <laughs> felonies against, uh, Ken and Karen in uh, what was it? Salt Lake city or something. Uh, that was in uh, St. Louis. Yeah. Ken mm. and Karen, we did that. Uh, St. Louis. No, I'm not sure on that. No, I remember the governor and the state attorney general were trying to, uh, get that thing, get those charges dropped. I'm not sure what, what happened there, but yeah. So, okay. So the cops won't help you and you can't defend yourself because if you defend yourself, that's illegal too. So where are we here? <laughs> you just got to hope. We're not. Hope and that's what I think is the bullshit thing about this article is it's, it's, and it, it goes back to the double standard that we talked about in our first story. It, it's, it's, you have to let yourself be a victim and that's all there is to it. Yeah, that's it. Just, just roll over, roll over is, is, is the message to everybody. Uh, and if you resist, you will be arrested and you will be charged. It won't be the guy who's trying to break in your house. It'll be you. Uh, and particularly, God forbid, if you pull the trigger on that gun, um, you'll be the one who goes to jail and they won't. So, so we're screwed. <laughs> so you got to hope you have to be like you right now and hope that the, the tornado that's circling around just doesn't hit your house. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's, a ter- it's a tornado warning lifestyle now. This is our, this is our country. There's yeah. just tornadoes out Tornado there. You got to hope it doesn't, it doesn't suck you up. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is really depressing. <laughs> Zach, we're fucked. <laughs> we're trying to, reason our, trying to reason our way through this. Is, it's really not good because we end up with really bad conclusions. Um, yeah. I'm going to let you go first on the rating here on, uh, on, on the BSM. Uh, six. Okay, six here. Uh, all right, so I'm gonna go. Yeah, I mean, it's not. Yeah, it's it is it is BS because it's a society wide BS. Uh, but this particular one isn't isn't the biggest one. So I'm with you there. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go seven here. Now you know what? I'm gonna go five. I'm gonna undercut you there. All right. We'll call this eleven. Let's get some competition here. Uh, to our story number three. You're all going to love this one. Uh, Miami man, acute story comes from, uh, well, all over the country, really. But this particular one comes from uh, 7 News Miami. Miami man accused of spending federal PPP loans on Lamborghini. (laughs) And resort stays. Unbelievable. Now, 
there is a really interesting wrinkle of this, which you only get from a local story, was that this man made the news. And, and, I, and it doesn't, this story doesn't quite say it, uh, uh, but he made the news earlier for getting a $100 fine for not wearing a mask in Miami. Uh, and a week later, he gets busted for uh, nearly $4 million in uh, PPP cash now, which is supposed to go yeah. to payroll protection program. So <laughs> kind of he was like, this. yeah, he was like, fuck that $100 fine. I've got like what, $4 million sitting in the bank. So <laughs> <laughs> what's a $100 fine? Here, I'm going to I'll play this news story. Uh, I don't know if you want to put this up, but it, it is actually kind of funny. So. So I wonder. I wonder if that's some people got wind. Oh, here's a guy. Now he's out there complaining about his fine. If he had just worn a mask, could he have escaped this? I don't know. Investigators say he used COVID-19 relief funds for himself instead of for business purposes. Seven's Gina Benitez reports. I feel silly, you know. That's David Hines last week telling our seven news cameras how <laughs> silly he felt for getting hit with a $100 fine from Miami police <laughs> for not wearing a mask in public. But that's chump change compared to the nearly $4 million <laughs> he's accused of getting in federal personal paycheck protection loans given out to those whose businesses are hurting by the pandemic. The Department of Justice says Hines committed fraud. A law enforcement source confirms this is the same David Hines interviewed last week when fined <laughs> for violating the mask mandate. You got a mask mandate. I think it's uh, hilarious. Here is a serious so, allegation. No idea. Instead of funding <laughs> payroll, coming. Hines spent the PPP <laughs> money on personal expenses at dating. He thinks he's faint, you know, gets yeah. a little bit of attention here. He gets he's complaining about the $100 fine. Uh, and then just a week later, busted for, uh, for stealing yeah. $4 million from the government. <laughs> Now, you know, it, it's assholes like this that like ruin the whole perception of like the welfare program in the United States of America. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about here we are. We're still the Congress is still fighting over um, this next stimulus bill and they can't agree, you know, over, uh, you know, they're negotiating. And here we are. Uh, and, there's, and there's people from the first round that probably didn't get didn't get any money from the yeah. government. But not this guy. This weasel, this jackass was able to get four million uh, while, some, while many small businesses, you can't they can't keep their they had to close or whatever. And this jackass is buying a Lamborghini. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah and I know people's arguments I've heard saying like. You talk to some people about this and they say, well, $4 million to the U.S. government is chump change, it's pocket change, nothing. I'm like, yeah, but $4 million to like another small mom and pop shop is everything. Oh, yeah. You That'd know what I mean? Survival. Even less than that, split up between like a bunch of mom and pop shops. You know what I mean? And it's just oh, it's fucking awful. And, you know, it's not like this guy, uh, you know, used it to like pay off his mortgage or something. He spent PPP money on personal expenses at dating websites, luxury jeweler, jewelry and clothing retailers and Miami Beach resorts. And he bought a 2020 Lamborghini for $318,000, Zach. Mm. Yeah, it sucks. You know, I think about that. I don't know. Have you ever seen that movie Cinderella Man with Russell Crowe? You know, there, there was a part of that movie where he's like going through the Great Depression and he has to like take money from like the, the you know, welfare stimulus, whatever, uh, welfare stimulus program and all. Yeah. And at the end, like at, after he's like gets his rise to success back, he goes back and he gives the money back. And there's this like nice scene where he says, like, I live in a country that's great enough that helps a man when he's down in his luck. You know what I mean? That's like kind of like the whole way to look at the whole welfare system or the stimulus or the way things happen in this country. Certainly. But when you get assholes like this, they like, they kill the perception of that oh, yeah. for, the, for everyone that, you know, maybe needs that kind of program. Cause that's the most, that's awful. the most vulnerable thing is people are like, yeah, well we shouldn't do uh, we shouldn't do another stimulus because it's going to jackasses like this, which is so funny because while this guy was uh, the, the, the old footage of him getting that hundred dollar fine for mask wearing, uh, there, there's a quote here. He's talking about, he actually mentioned PPP loans. He's like a criminal that can't help himself. He yeah. says a uh, quote here. He said, every single business has gone out of business. The government, that treasury, they gave 2 trillion for PPP loans for small businesses. 85% with the small corporations, he said. So he's mad too about the big corporate money meant for small businesses going to big corporations. He's railing about that. Meanwhile, he's stealing 4 yeah. million for himself. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's unbelievable. Well, I mean, talk about, you know, just jackass hypocrisy here. You know, he's, he's, he's toting the line about big corporations getting the money when it should go to small businesses. And meanwhile, he's stealing it. Unreal. I mean, the, the brazenness here, I think. Yeah. 
Now, what do you think about a separate issue? What do you think about the $100 fine for not wearing a mask out in public? I assume that the Miami, the city of Miami has a mandate that you wear it out and about outside. What do you think of that? Oh, do they really? That's it. I mean, why else should he be ticketed? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I usually don't wear mine when I'm outside. No, I think that's absurd. Yeah. Now, going into a business, going into a restaurant, that's one thing. But just yeah. wearing it out on the sidewalk and out and about in the outside, that's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. It seems like a little bit much. I mean, it's just $100, but I don't know. No, that, no, screw that. Okay. <laughs> I'm 100% behind masks, okay, but not when you're outside. Uh, that's, that's, that's pushing it. And particularly, and as you see here, um, 91 degrees is the, <laughs> oh, the yeah. temperature. I want to know how many, how many of those $100 fines they've given out. Oh, this has got to be like a bonanza, right? This is better yeah. than red light cameras. Yeah. Jeez. So this is another high, high BS one, Zach. Um, I'll go first. I'll go seven. We'll go eight. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. That's, this, is, this guy's a, he's a real asshole. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> oh. I mean, just... I, I mean, they... Well... I mean, bad criminal, right? But then, just bl- I'm I'm almost I'm almost more than the stealing. I'm mad. I'm just as mad at the blowing it on stupid shit. Yeah, <laughs> a three hundred twenty thousand dollar Lamborghini. I mean, unless you're like, unless you're a billionaire, that's just a bad. That's a bad purchase. Yeah. All right, so let's move on to story number four. This one comes from uh, the World Health Organization. We know they've done a stellar job with the coronavirus and their warnings to the world. Uh, and then uh, we got here from the, uh, the WHO Director General, uh, Tedros, said um, there, may, there may never be a, quote, silver bullet for COVID-19. And, uh, and here we are saying that, uh, telling everyone, look, you got to do the you got to do mask wearing, social distancing, hand washing, and testing. And this is the message to people and governments is clear. Do it all. There's a number of vaccines are now in phase three clinical trials, and we all hope to have a number of effective vaccines that can help prevent people from infection. However, there is no silver bullet at the moment, and there may never be. And uh, the way out is a, lo- is, a long and requ- is a long way and requires a sustained commitment, Zach. Jesus. There may never be a vaccine, Zach. We're going to have COVID forever. That's what it seems like at this point. So when are we going to reopen everything? Because that's what every that's what everything's been waiting for. It's like, well, we're not going to fully open schools until we have a vaccine. We're not going to fully open works until we have a vaccine. We're not going to fully open anything until there's a vaccine. That's that's the excuse that we've all been hearing from everywhere. Yeah. So yeah, what? So what? Yeah. There's no. What if there's no vaccine? Here we are talking about opening the fall. What if there's no vaccine next year? This time yeah. next year, we're not going to open again. Yeah. We're just never going to. We'll never have school. Yeah. We'll never have. <laughs> live music or, or anything like that to no. the point where well, what rules need to be in place so that we can reopen and then still you know be able to uh still protect ourselves from this thing because obviously the uh mandated face mask is going to cause a lot of con- controversy if that's <laughs> the only thing that they can think of doing people aren't happy about that uh, and then this is we have concerns that if, that a vaccine that may work uh, that may not work, or if it does, its protection could just be for a few months, not more. Uh, but until we finish the clinical trials, we may not know. So it could be something like a flu shot. You have to get it once every year or once every few months. That sounds great. Yeah. I mean, at this point, just give it to me, right? I, I don't know. I mean, I hate to say it because I don't want to get sick and die, but um, I, I kind of just want to, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just just get it over with, you know? This, yeah. This whole, the society living in fear um, of this thing. I mean, because to your point, what are you you just never open. You never. Yeah. I mean, why would I, I would do a yearly flu shot for it. I already take the flu shot anyway, every year. Right. You get half the country that takes it. Cause not everyone's going to take it every year. Yeah. Right. If the thing's going to be around forever anyway, like the normal flu, right. At least maybe if half of the country or whoever is willing to does a yearly flu shot for it, maybe it'll at least, you know, curb it down a little bit. So that way it's not as big of a pandemic. Yeah. I think that's a good point. So we kind of change our, we change our, um, the way we look at it, right? Is that this thing's never going away. And so we got to start moving on with our lives, but what do we do in the meantime, but until they get uh, a COVID, a COVID shot uh, for everybody, we, do we, do we still stay locked down? Fuck if I know. I mean, I'm just <laughs> going to continue to do what I do, wear a mask and, you know, call it a day. Yeah. Do you, do you wash your hands or no? Do I wash my hands? Yes. I wash my hands. <laughs> do you, do you social distance? 
Do I social distance? Yes, for the most part. Have you been tested? No, I have not been tested. No, neither have I. See, I'm, I want to get a test just so I can, I want a test. I want a positive test. I guess that's what maybe what else. Yeah, I, so I was thinking about it. When I went to patient first, get my foot x-rayed, they have their testing center. And I asked them about it and they were like, well, you can, but we just suspended our testing. So I was like, all right. I was going to see if I could do the antibodies test just to see if, you know. Just to see, yeah. Yeah, because I was up in New Jersey a few weeks ago and I remember like coming back and like, you know, just not feeling too great. Not feeling like I had a flu or anything, but just being like, I don't feel that great today. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. There's been about, I'd say since, um, I guess since March, just call it that, when all this stuff kind of started. There's been about three or four times. I, I haven't, I can't say I've gotten sick. Yeah. There's been about three or four instances where I felt really crummy for like three or four days. Um, and, and I do wonder just what that is. I mean, it, it's a long, not that I'm sick all the time, but it actually is kind of a long period to not get a cold. Um, have yeah. you gotten any colds or anything since? No, not really. I mean, I've, I, I, I really haven't had any symptoms of it. I think the only thing that happened like, like a few months ago and during one of those phases where I just wasn't feeling great. I wasn't yeah. necessarily like sick, sick, but like I just felt sluggish or whatever. Yeah. I remember like I was eating something. I was like, this doesn't taste very good. Or it's just, this does, this is bland. This doesn't taste like anything. My oh, wife no. was like, really? She was like, I think it's like got a lot of flavor. I'm like, I don't taste anything. And uh, she was like, you know, that's a symptom of COVID, right? I'm like, oh, fuck. So then I was like, great. Now, so do I have it? Oh, scared the crap out of me. Thanks so much. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, uh, the the taste bud thing, but you know, the, the, in fairness, there's the, there's a myriad of symptoms, uh, and the taste bud thing is just one of them. Yeah, some people have stomach distress. You know, uh, there's a whole yeah. But I, I yeah, I kind of I think we've had similar a similar experience. Um, so yeah, anyways, so I mean, there may not be a vaccine, and then we or it may just be a flu shot. I, I don't care. I, you know, I don't care what it is. If it's a vaccine, it's a flu. Or maybe you know, by maybe by the time they get one, it'll it, it'll basically have worked its way entirely through the population that it just won't matter anymore. Yeah. I don't know. You know, and and look, there's so many people that are out with without face masks on that say, if I get it, I get it. You know what I mean? I, I've heard a, I've heard I've literally heard a woman say that. You know, she was out in public smoking a cigarette with you know whatever, and her daughter was like, "Mom, you need to wear a face mask." She said, "If I get it, I get it." Right. Yeah they have a kind of like flu vaccine or a flu shot or something and they do reopen like people with that mentality just okay well then you can just not get your flu shot and not wear a mask and everyone else that has the flu shot will you know will be fine yeah <laughs> yeah i mean you get to you get to make that choice i guess and you know i, I guess it comes with your own well whether you uh, you know i wonder where that i think it comes from i'm just i think it comes from a place of i just don't want to i don't want this to be in my head um and I understand that because in the beginning, I, as, as I think, I, as I've told, I was like paranoid about getting this thing. Yeah. Um, I cleaned everything that came inside the house. I, I, I did the gloves. I had, I had a whole procedure that I think I walked through uh, here on the, in early episodes of the BS pod of how I, how, of how I avoid contamination and yeah. all this stuff. And it was literally driving me nuts. Um, and thankfully I didn't say, I didn't just say, well, screw all of it. Um, I just, I kind of scaled back. I wear the mask. I wash my hands, you know, and yeah. that's it. And it, it's the best you can do. You know, this whole thing with everything you touch, you're going to die. I couldn't live like that. I was driving myself nuts. Yeah. Yeah. And you are, I mean, I just, I wash my hands like usual. If I'm going into the grocery store and they got a hand sanitizer pump, I'll use it. Yeah. Right. But you know, I'm not going to sit there and like quarantine my mail and groceries for a week <laughs> or whatever. That's what I was doing. I literally, <laughs> yeah. I was Lysoling all my groceries. I wouldn't, you know, this, the, the mail, it was like, it, I, I would, you know, I would bring two bags, you know, a trash. I would throw the junk mail out ahead of time um, and then keep the other stuff open. I don't know, it's, it was a whole, it was a whole procedure that it was, it was not sustainable because I was going to have a nervous breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so let's just hope for, we just got to hope for the best. And, and there is some evidence you and I, uh, I've been, uh, you and I have been talking uh, off air uh, about what's going on in Florida, showing some of the deaths. And I, and I think I might have showed this to the Facebook group uh, uh, yesterday, the day before, about sorting, sorting uh, Florida deaths by actual date of death rather than reported death. Uh, and it's a very different picture. And it shows that we could, the peak may, have, it may be passed by a couple of weeks. And, uh, you know, just maybe some good news. That, that's what I'm yeah. looking for. So I'll be optimistic. That's the only thing we can do. <laughs> There's no choice. Yeah. All right, so do you want? Is it my turn to give a rating here, or is it? Is it I think this one's on you. What do you got? Yeah, you went last time. Um, 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go five. Yeah, five on that. Yeah, solid five. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go three because I just I'm tired. It's this is like it's not big BS. It's just annoying BS at this point. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's the whole thing. The whole statement was don't get your hopes up, guys. Yeah. And you know, I want I want to get my hopes up. I don't want to be worried. I don't want to be. Uh, this not fear mongering, but like it's like Eeyore kind of a thing. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's never gonna work. We're all gonna get COVID or whatever. So, <laughs> I, enough with this. We're, we're pushing. We're trying. You know, we 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 as you uh, you and I have talked about the government's been throwing money at uh, anybody who's willing to or say that they'll make a yeah. vaccine. <laughs> right. Hey, cam- cameras, Fujifilm. Yeah. Who else? Kodak. <laughs> When did the COVID yeah, camera. Did camera companies become become biomedical manufacturers? When did that? I had happen? no idea. Like it's like <laughs> Yamaha, where they make everything. They like you make guitars, pianos, boat engines, all kinds of shit. <laughs> it is interesting. Well, I guess you figure, uh, you know, if you're Polaroid or or uh, yeah, if you make this is a this is a, a business that's on its way out in a serious way, so you pivot to something else. So, yeah. uh, well, good on them for still being around. But so let's hope. Let's hope that we get a vaccine. Maybe, maybe they're going to be like this guy from Florida with the PPP loans. They're just like, yeah, we're making sure. we're making a vaccine, and really, they're just like chilling out in Fujifilm's headquarters, <laughs> like you know, fucking making it rain. Yeah, with we, the sure, yeah, we do bio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's how's the vaccine coming? Oh, it was unsuccessful. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Here. Here's a here's a uh, here's a picture to sh- to prove how bad it went. It's like a stock photo of some scientists, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Now, now you got my now you got my attention, Zach. Yeah, whatever. Here's another another scam. All right, let's hit story number five. Story here from TMZ, uh, which is a rabbit hole in itself. Yeah. Uh, KFC secret recipe Crocs are hot ticket, finger licking gone. And what the hell is this? The most bizarre and apparently. Uh, uh, fashion collaboration between KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and Crocs is a rousing success. They made That's so funny fried chicken scented, yeah, imprinted Crocs, and they sold out. Now I didn't even know people are, are Crocs cool again. No, I, I okay, <laughs> I love Crocs. I, I, I love them, but they're not, like you don't buy them for their fashion, right? No, I buy them because they're comfy and they're waterproof. Yeah. They're great Disney World shoes because, again, they're comfy and they're waterproof. You know, it could rain all day in Florida walking around and that shit. You don't get those squishing around. They're good boat shoes. They fall off. They float in the water. I mean, they're just great. They're, they're, they're good shoes. But again, so you own a pair of Crocs. I do. Yeah. Um, but again, you don't wear them for their fashion sense. You just wear them because <laughs> they're practical and they're comfy, right? That's why you see a lot of nurses that wear them because they can wear them all day long and spill shit all over them, do whatever else. And they're, you know, they're fine. So I think just the whole article, like, KFC, a fried chicken uh, restaurant, <laughs> and Crocs that are not fashion at all c- collaborate for fashion. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's no, like- <laughs> absolutely ridiculous. And uh, uh, Zach, we'll throw up a picture here of the, of what these things look like. Uh, horrible, horrible. <laughs> I love the little charm. It says it's got a scented charm attached to them. Yeah. So, well, so I, maybe I misspoke. So the, the shoes themselves aren't scented, uh, but they include a, a scented, looks like a drumstick. Yeah. This is... <laughs> now, I, I love fried chicken as much, if not more than the next guy. I mean, I yeah. it may be my favorite food, to be honest. Uh, but I don't... I mean, the smell is only good if I'm eating it. Um, yeah. And I don't want, like... <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, that's my uh, clog charm. <laughs> yeah, it's like when Oscar Mayer was making the bacon uh, scented alarm clock. Do you remember when that was going around? <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like four or five years ago, something where where Oscar Mayer made this like little alarm clock that had like bacon scent in it. And when your alarm set off, it would like shoot out the scent. So and it would go off, so you could smell bacon and then wake up to it. Did you know they that whole that from the episode of The Office. They may, they might have, or Michael burns his foot on the, yeah. on his uh, George Foreman. Yeah, yeah, they probably did. <laughs> that is that is stupid. Yeah, that is very stupid. <laughs> wow, they sell for uh, sixty dollars a pair, uh, with three dollars for each sale going towards uh, KFC nice. Foundation's employee scholarship funds. Actually, yeah, you can that's throw, nice. you can send them to school, uh, and then it comes with a yeah chicken scented gibbets charm. I don't know what the heck a gibbets charm is. Do you? No. Okay. No, yeah, I didn't know what that meant either, but I saw the picture and I said, yeah, it looks like a drumstick, so I guess that's what they're, you know, calling a drumstick gibbets. 
<laughs> stupid. Uh, I'd like to call out some, some really stupid writing on TMZ if, if you allow me to, to read yeah. this final paragraph. KFC says the bad news is the Crocs are sold out. The good news is real buckets of chicken are still available. We guess you could rub some secret sauce recipe on your regular Crocs. You'd fool your cat, your dog, but that's about it. What is this writing? <laughs> <laughs> I want KFC probably paid them a lot of money to write that paragraph. They writing. probably did. Um, so it's nice that it's going to charity, but I guess the bullshit for me lies is that in order to get people to give to charity, we have to make fried chicken scented and imprinted (laughs) Crocs, right? Yeah. Yeah, Well, yeah, nothing was stopping KFC from sending a portion of their uh, retail proceeds to their, uh, to their scholarship fund. You know, they didn't, you know, that that could have been going on. Uh, But, you know, but I guess we got a little gimmick here and it did sell out. So, this is just, this is really dumb. I don't, I mean, I, I, all right. I, I mean, do you have more on this? No. <laughs> it's just weird. And, and, a little, and, and who wants, just who wants this? That's the BS to me. So yeah. I, I mean, it's not, you know, astronomical, but I'll give it a six. What do you got? Oh, I was going to go two. You know what? All right, we'll stick with it. So we got eight. Now, you know why do I have sick? Now I'm gonna solve this. I'm gonna go five, so we don't have, we don't have to deal with another a low end tiebreaker. So that'll go. We'll go seven. All right. So that sorts out our top five. Uh, All right. <laughs> well, I do like Zach. You've been. I do want to mention you've been. Uh, you've been doing a much better version of the board. Uh, well, yeah. So people just so people can see it. Yeah. <laughs> for all of our our online viewers that aren't listening to it on a podcast platform. Yeah, that that's great. And it, as opposed to this stupidity with my writing uh, <laughs> but here we are we've, we've counted down our top five zach uh, number five is the is the is a number five story in fact uh the kfc crocs is number five coming in number four is the no silver bullet eeyore from from who telling <laughs> us uh you know you're all gonna still keep dying and getting sick so good luck uh that was number four number three is minneapolis telling residents they are on their own when it comes to getting robbed we can't we are, cannot or will not do anything to help you so it's, <laughs> Go yeah. screw. Uh, number four is the PPP fraud. This guy's stealing uh, nearly $4 million, buying Lamborghini, all this bullshit. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the while uh, complaining about PPP money going to large corporations. I mean, that was that took some cojones. And coming in at number one, Zach, the pre-Black Lives Matter dweeb getting arrested for chalking the sidewalk. The poor kid, uh, sidewalk, the poor kid and, and, his, uh, and his female compatriot, I mean, getting arrested for putting some chalk on the sidewalk for their political message is not allowed. Uh, yeah. Only we only allow the only allow certain endorsed political messages. Uh, and if you run afoul of that, you will get arrested. Yeah. That is and, absolute uh, yeah. bullshit, Zach. <laughs> that is one big pile of shit. Yeah, Any and the more and the go? more the more uh, the more violent and uh, destructive your uh, your messages are, the more you can get away with it. Yeah, it's a good lesson for all of us, right? Uh, if if you want if you want your voice heard, yeah. you need to be violent. Yeah. If you peaceful uh, protest. If you if you peaceful protest on either side of the line, whether you're Black Lives Matter or whatever else that may be, if you peaceful protest, you're going to get arrested. God, you know, I don't want to get off in a rabbit hole, but that is interesting. You make that point because it's it seems to ring exactly true. And I mean, we've heard- seen videos of of Black Lives Matter peaceful protesters getting arrested for just protesting peacefully, right? It's on both sides of the line. That it's, it is such a great point. Um, and then, then it does make you wonder then. So, uh, so that's why people get violent so that they can make, but even, but what are they, I don't know. This is, it is an interesting point you make uh, that the only way, cause you've heard these quotes, the only way you can actually make change is to go out there and be violent, which is not something we want to encourage. And I think it's, it's a bad idea, but it is interesting that, that, that you make, they basically have been, uh, these groups have intimidated the state, intimidated police forces uh, in a way where, um, like this, these pre-born BLM kids, they're not, they lost, right? I mean, well, they did get their message out. So it would be interesting to see what further developments we get. Maybe if the police department apologizes or something, but I tend to think not, right? No, I don't, I don't think the police force is going to say a damn thing about it. No, that you really did raise an interesting point here at the end. Uh, something, something really worth thinking about. I finally uh, said something smart at the end yeah. of the show, <laughs> and that's and still that's debatable. <laughs> it was smart. It really got it really got to the heart of the matter. There, there really is something in that story there that uh, you know it does give a lot to think about in the way society works. 
and kind of the way I guess power works in our country. It is it, it is a little bit eye opening to see it this obvious um, yeah. because things are. I guess before all, I guess a lot has been revealed over the last few months. I would say, right? Yeah, absolutely. And not a, in, in in a bad way. You know, we've kind of pulled the curtain back on how things operate. Uh, and it's a bit scary because it doesn't seem like there's anyone behind the wheel. <laughs> the car is just going. You know, I guess I'm kind of used to it because Baltimore City has been on autopilot for so long that, you know, <laughs> it's like the rest of the country is now following us. So it's like, okay, well, well I'm used to it. So we've been through oh. mayor after mayor after mayor. And so. <laughs> so nothing new for you. So that, so really, so, we're, so that's the hope of America is we're, we're, we're all going to become, we're going to become Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to all split into like-minded nations and then that'll be it. Oh, I don't know. I just hope we can all survive this thing. Come out, come out better at the, uh, the other end. Yeah. Well, I'd love to know what all of you think about the co- the topics that we covered today. We're talking the the absurd, the ridiculous, and of course the BS. And I love all of you to subscribe to this channel if you if you've enjoyed this video to hit the like button. Uh, and Zach, uh, beyond this channel, we've got three great websites that uh, everyone can go check out if they want to get uh, stories like this. Yeah, three great websites. So our OG flagship and from the American (laughs) (laughs) original gangster informedamerican.com. That's where we do political current events, news, all that kind of stuff. Um, if you're into health and you want to research a little bit about your future, as far as your health is concerned, also big pharma, Medicare, all that good stuff. Um, realhealthynews.com. If you are a finance guy or gal and you are just working on your portfolio, all kinds of stuff, that's where you go to wallstreetwirenews.com. Everything finance related is there. Absolutely. For Zach, I am Dave, and I've had enough of this BS. You've been listening to the BS Podcast with Dave and Zach, part of the Informed American Radio Network. Please like and subscribe today in order to get fresh new weekly episodes. Please send us your BS stories to info at informedamerican.com. The world is hard enough. And now we got to deal with this balls. (laughs) 